If you could be any vegetable, what vegetable would you pick? Onions. Broccoli. Eggplant. Celery. Welcome to another episode of Strange Flavors. This is brought to you by Aleph Theory. My name is Faraz. I'm Brandon. Find me Tokyo Tav on social media. Here we go again. I'm Cami, And I'm Neha, a.k.a. Abba. Uh, new names here. We got, of course, my sister has been on the show before, but we got our friend Cammy in the building today. Cammy, why are you here? Um, <laughs> Neha told me about you guys, and I was like, how should you just come over? Well, we were working out together, and then here we are, blowing balloons and on the podcast. But apparently, they worked out for six minutes. Like, my sister was telling me, like, oh, you had the podcast today. Like, can I go work out real quick? My friend Cammy like, wants me to do this whole track thing, and... She's like all geared up and everything. And then they <laughs> go and run for six minutes. So the thing was like we really wanted to. But then in the middle, Cammy had to pee. So then we had to stop the workout. <laughs> but we, we still worked out for like an hour, right? Kind of. But it was more talking. And that's what it is. But that's the best part. about How many pictures were taken? She was texting Oh, true. Oh, she was taking She snaps all the time. She I snaps snap, everything. I did snap her. Guilty. Um, by the way, the reason that richard and danny aren't here danny's on vacation still so she'll be back next week and richard had to work till like 12 o'clock today where's so danny me and brandon me and brandon just cranking it out every week i think danny's in new jersey oh, okay what do you do for fun cammy sleep <laughs> and eat a lot okay but like you're joining tell people about the police academy that's why you were training today right right so i've been trying to get in and i took the test before and i failed so I'm t- was it is a physical test yes that you failed? the run the run by 20 seconds oh how many how many minutes total do you have to get it uh 15 minutes a mile and a half mile and a half in 15 minutes okay it's a lot of time it's she just doesn't a- like running <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking the same thing that's a, I, I feel like that's a lot of time yeah she just doesn't like running actually no, no actually really that's not that's not that much 15 it's, minutes for to the one a mile a mile and a half a mile oh, and, and a half yeah I think, uh, okay. yeah. Guys run fast. I, I'm like, yeah, I've it's not about fast. running fast. It's about pacing yourself. In my prime, I ran a mile in six minutes, 30 I didn't seconds. run for 10 years. <laughs> so I'm really years. badass one. How old are you right I'm now? I'm probably making it like 13. 26. 26? You didn't run since you were 16? Probably 15. <laughs> she knows the exact. <laughs> uh, what's up with the knee? Why do you have a knee brace on? Um, Old people problems. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> she's like looking for she approval. needs approval from I know. you like should you I got tell this him? cam she was just should really nervous him? um anyway i was gonna say that you guys don't even care but i'll just um so there's been a lot of awesome music coming out recently tyler dropped an album tyler the creator 21 savage vic mensa who i just listened to was amazing nav and of course jay-z but jay-z's old well besides jay-z's yeah, the only one say. on there that's like not like among the younger ones but I I personally really liked Tyler's album as Flower Boy. Usually he's like really on the hard side, but now he's like it was like a very soft album. Did you hear it at all? Did you hear I, any I of those? I don't listen to him. Did you listen to the Nav album at least? You love Nav. Some of them. I was I was a little bit disappointed. Yeah, you know? same. It sounds all of them sound the same, especially if you're gonna to get Metro Boomin. Well, I I told you uh, the podcast like a while ago that he's gonna have to switch it up eventually because yeah, you did. You know, so, it's just okay, remember remember the one time that we had the conversation like where I was like the only thing I don't like about him is he uses the N word and he's not black. And yeah. then now I haven't even heard him say that that much, but Okay, in the old album he does. But he recently said that I'm not gonna use it anymore. I was like, Is Good. this the brown like, guy? This, yeah, he's okay. um I think he's Punjabi. Oh really? Yeah. So he recently like told Rolling Stones or somebody, I forget who. But he was like, Yeah, I'm not gonna use it anymore because people got offended by it and where i grew up in uh canada like everybody kind of says it here and there so it's not taken the same way but he understands that the rest of the world doesn't see it the same way so that's good um yeah before i moved here sorry go ahead no before i moved here um from colombia i had no idea that it was a big deal or that people were racist like i what you, was you it had like no idea the... that people were racist or yeah well i just didn't know it was like a big deal here like i do like, people use it there? N- like, not in Spanish, not like the <laughs> they, N- they say the N word in Spanish. I like, guess, like Negro? yeah. It, yeah, but it's like 
a nice, not like a, it's like a cute word. Like really? it's not derogatory? Like it's, yeah. Oh. That's it. Like we, my friend. And not non-black people say it. Both. That's like my best friend in Colombia, like we call her that, but it's like a cute thing. Like it's not like a mean thing. Uh-huh. See. And when I moved here, I feel like I have to watch everything you like. It's say. like all the tan and brown people in between that people are still like, eh, so I don't know. Well, I don't say it because if it <laughs> offends people, I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah. But you're saying that over there, it's kind of normal. It's not that big of a deal. Right. When's the last time you were over there? Like last year. Not for a good reason, but. Not for like, a what reason? A good reason. You know what oh. I found interesting, though? She says good. Yeah, she has, a, she has a cute accent. I like it. <laughs> I thought she said goat. <laughs> um, but. Cammie told me that, well, I thought that like all of South Am- America was warm. And then Cammie was like, oh, you wouldn't really like Colombia. It's like pretty cold there. And I checked really? and yeah, it's like it, it, like the time I checked, it was like 45, 50 degrees. So yeah, that the made, hottest that was, is like 60s. That's crazy. Well, where I grew up. Yeah, like I never knew that. I thought it was just, why is it cold? Are you looking it up right now? No, I was. <laughs> I believe you. He's You're like, from I don't there. Um, do you, you guys don't follow football yet. This is why we knew Richard here. But um, I mean, it's it's still like a relevant topic that you would you would, you could probably say something about. So I was going to talk about Kaepernick. So the Baltimore Ravens are kind of like deciding if they want Colin Kaepernick or not. Do you know is anything he, about is him? Is he the one with the pointy nose? I I don't know. He's yeah, the guy that took a, a. He's got a pointed nose. He does. <laughs> Yeah. He's the guy that took right. a kneel yeah. during the yeah, uh, yeah, national anthem. And he's pretty much like no football team wants him. And mm-hmm. everybody's saying that's the reason. But um, the Ravens were and Flacco was like, you know, I don't really care. And so the owner, he doesn't mind it either. But there's a lot of Baltimore fans that are like, if he's put on the team, I'm not going to go to one of his games. I'm not going to go to Ravens games anymore. And so it's kind of like people always say that, though. The, people always say that. And then they, it's like, it's a game. Relax. Why do people care, though? He would be a backup quarterback in the first place. And it's like, for kneeling during the national mm-hmm. anthem, there's so many, how many football players are there that, like, are still criminals? There, there's a lot of them that will do, you know, that have sexual assault charges and Drugs. abuse. Like, all types of, yeah, yeah all types of wow. things. And it's like, he, he didn't do anything wrong. He kneeled, like, that's a personal decision and... This is, for some reason, like the biggest thing that could have happened. It's because of families that have uh, family members that served, some of them that died, and they take it very personal. A guy that has a sexual assault charge or domestic violence, and you have no, a lot of people don't have backgrounds in that or been affected by that. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, it's not. They don't really care. It's it's a symbol like why i say sign them but apparently i don't think we are i think we should okay if if people are going to decide you know not to go to the games i feel like everybody else like i don't go to ravens games all the time i think i've been to one in total that like we went Mm -hmm. to together but i'll start going to the games then like all if there's going to be a certain amount of people that aren't going to go to the games i feel like a bunch of people should step up and say that you know i will go to the games because that's ridiculous like you don't want one person on the team that bad that you're going to stop watching your home team, and he's not even going to be like playing that much. It's not going to happen. It's just for if the he hype. plays, I don't know. It's ridiculous. Wait, okay. So why do you want to be in the police academy? That's just what I wanted to do for years. So no, like um, inspirational sort of reason. Okay, I do. I eventually... wait, but actually, I don't want to make you say something if you don't. But that's not what I'm supposed to say. But <laughs> I guess I want to be like a profiler for the FBI. So that's why I'm going to school for psychology. A profiler? What's the like? You just like basically, like you just like basically. It's like a screening process. Two profiles. Like you can like, kind of like, figure out what the person is gonna do next, or like why they do what they're doing. So criminals, you get to see like what their behavior is going to be like right. in the future like a predictor. or like why they're doing what they're doing that's pretty cool you should audition for a fast and furious movie and call it a day you get to do the same thing and everybody <laughs> gets to see you doing it <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you something that made me mad recently this dude you know ted talks mm-hmm. you guys ever watch those Mm-mm. um so ted talks are pretty much like these sort of inten- intellectual like what do you call like presentations or speeches 
that people make about technology, entertainment, design, all types of things. So if somebody has an idea, they'll share it in front of a whole like room of people and Ted will feature it if it's like, you know, a noteworthy idea. So this guy, he's works for this company that they're building robots. And um, they... Oh, the robots started talking in their own language. No, what? <laughs> yeah, that was a story that was out. Oh, I don't even know. Some company it. built robots and they started talking in languages that... Oh, like the robot was speaking its own language? Yeah. Whoa. That's embarrassing. That's, that's scary. I thought you were going to go with that, yeah, but that's crazy. continue. No, that's scary. Um, yeah, so that they were building... Um, they started off building like a dog robot and then there's like a giant ostrich one. There's like a, a cheetah one and then they have a human one and they're really, really like smart. So it can go up to a door and open it itself, walk upstairs. And if like, there's a guy that's literally like kicking it and shutting the door on it and stuff. And it's still like breaking through and pushing the guy to the side and like going through and stuff. And so the point of that was that he's saying like, okay, they're very like smart with their sensors and their cameras. So they can do a lot of different things. And we're teaching them to do all types of tasks like in a factory and stuff. And it was really cool. Everybody was amazed and, you know, he got a round of applause and everybody was really excited about it. And then the lady who was hosting the event comes out and she says, like, what types of things are you going to use the robots for? And he was like, you know, we're going to ask people what they're having troubles with and they'll give us ideas to use. And then she says, are you going to use it for any sort of like dark purposes? And he goes like, what do you mean? He's like, she's like, like the army or something. And he's like, well, I don't consider the army very dark. So, I mean, if that is the route we want to go, we're definitely looking into it. So I was really fascinated by the video. And then when he said that, I was just like, really, I was like hurt. Cause mm-hmm. like, it's all okay, about imagine, imagine robots like yeah. that, like the ones I was seeing. And I wasn't even thinking of it like, you know, as robots taking over in, in those terms. I was like, wow, this is a really cool, smart thing that somebody built. It can, you know, make its way around all these obstacles and everything. But now you think about it, imagine these same robots with guns and grenades. And That's so, crossing the line. Yeah, and, and all it takes is money. So yeah. imagine the army, whatever army, offers this guy an X amount of money, $100 billion, give us your robots, and we want to use them for the army. Would he say no? I don't think so. Like, I'm pretty convinced there's, like, a big red button somewhere and we're just not allowed to press it because that would be, like, the end of humans. But it's just, like, we're, North we're just... North Korea is, like, yeah, exactly. but testing we're, their nukes right now. Yeah. But we're just not going to cross that line. No come. It's just not going to happen. I don't think that's ever going to happen. It yeah. seems too ridiculous. The robots? <laughs> yeah. I think it is. No. I mean, I, it's the future. Like, technology is the future, but, like, the intention... It already is happening. Drones. That's robots. Wow. Yeah, you but don't have to war, have a person... In war, like, is that? I don't think that would. That's but going to. But there hasn't been like a significant enough war that it's not like. All right, they need to watch the Terminator, and that's that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that is um, I think our guest is here. I'm going to introduce him real quickly. Um, our stranger on the show today is Yemi. Uh, he describes himself in many different ways, including some I'm not really sure of. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to ask him about it. But um, a perspective we haven't had on the show yet is. A gay black man and especially one of a different nationality so he seems very energetic and charismatic um and i really want to get to see his perspective and what he comes from so everybody please welcome yemi Even though I should have gotten best dressed. Would you say drama king? Yeah, they gave me drama king. That's a superlative? Yeah. What high school did you go to? Aberdeen. Drama what? king is supposed to be like, actually, I don't, well, it was like kind of a sneak diss, but that's Yeah, is it, it just like drama queen, but with. No, drama <laughs> king is like, <laughs> which is ironic because I was out, but drama king, it was like, like all the closeted gay guys got oh. drama king, but I was what? out of the closet by then. Okay. But I was, like, known through high school for being in the closet until, mm. like, senior year. Gotcha. So that was that. I feel like you probably wanted that. Drama King? Yeah. No, I wanted Best oh. Dress. That's what everybody oh, gave me okay, Best okay. Dress because I was, like... So you got two superlatives? No, they gave it to some person who didn't really deserve it, but I guess he dressed all right. <laughs> He's still salty about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's am. how I feel. Um, <laughs> I wanted Best Dress. Best Dress or Best Smile? I got most attractive. Or Best Personality. Oh, that's, so weird. Ooh, oh, that's, that's a weird nice. superlative. But I look really bad right now, guys. This is that's not a what great I look superlative. Like. <laughs> what? 
You can't just say things like that. What? I look really bad right now. I don't think it was on my on good this. day. Well, but in high school, like, I would actually try. Now I just don't really care. She would try because there was one brown boy in particular. None. Um, <laughs> just white people. We live in Bel Air. Right. Not too many of those. There was a couple navs at C. Milton. <laughs> What's navs? Native American? No, nav. Nav like the rapper. I like that though. Oh, nav, nav. Yeah. yeah, I forgot that he's not black. <laughs> See? See? Exactly. Uh, yeah, um, I don't really... We were just talking about it, man. Were you really? Yeah, so cancer Wait, season... Wait, so what about like, yes, cancer season just I was going to say cancer season is over. But cancer I think season. we're in a cancer moon still, I think. Wait, there's a cancer season? Like no, 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 not like that. Like Zodiac. Like, the Zodiac. like I know, Virgo that's what areas. I'm talking about. Yeah. Because yes, like I'm July. a cancer. Did you guys feel like... Oh, yeah, you're like, a cancer too. I forgot. Did you guys make any decisions about the home life or family life or anything? Like, a lot of people think that cancer is like the Brent, emotional stop playing sign. with the balloon. You can hear it in the podcast. But it's not the emotional... Are we recording? Yes, we've been recording. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I told you. I told you. That's how laid back it is. Oh. For us, people... you gotta... Give me a heads up. Why? <laughs> so you bad. can so you can get on your cool mode. Oh, I'm Brandon, and uh, I don't actually behave this way. <laughs> okay. Anyways, yes, cancer season. Oh yeah, did you guys? Because can- cancer is like the maternity sign. Like it's not the emotion sign. I mean, we are emotional because we're kind of like. Yes. Really yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are looking at Brandon. But we don't. Th- we try to put on this like hard facade and let people see right through it. Oh, sounds it. so familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, no, like, you just got red. You just got red. Cancers are like sounds familiar. Moms, and like, he knows it. We too. have like zodiac like ages, like. Okay, right now we're in the age of Aquarius, which is the age of, like, knowledge and, like, non-conventionalism. But before, like, when we had the age of cancer, that was when, like, like, uh, what was it? Oops, sorry. I was just kind of maybe. <laughs> that was... <laughs> um... Oh, that he was really like during. Like, no, he does that a lot. I noticed <laughs> that was during like the time. I'm when, sorry. Like, is that like a? Started. Is that like a thing? mouth pops? That's yeah. kind of like. Or is okay. that like cultural? I don't yeah, know. It, is, it is. Yeah, no. it is. It no. is like a lot of black women do it, but then a lot of black gays do it because a lot of black gays. So are, like, can cool we with can we hear it in like a sentence just now, real quick? Well, it's normally <laughs> like like if I'm eating something right and I'm like, mm, like that was so good, like. Mm. And then you just like pop them out because it's so good, you got the flavor. But also like if you're thinking, and you know when people swallow spit, right? Like uh-huh. you're like, I don't know. We don't just swallow spit because it's kind of like a lot of work you when you just it like. No, you just like pop your mouth and then it all goes like you know it frees it up. See. And it's also like as like that extra like. Are you? What are you saying? You get to think about it. Listen, you got asked if you wanted to be on the <laughs> podcast. Now you're out here disrupting it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What do you want to say? Are you sure? All right. This pink is really standing out in my mind and for some reason it's really resonating with me. I'm really glad that you wore that color today. <laughs> I feel like you're a person who reads like auras and energy. I am. Yeah, okay. I'm so yeah. into like Let's, the unity consciousness theory right now. Your sign? I don't know your sign. I'm like, I'm bad at guessing because I normally see people's risings and in, in moon signs rather than, and like they're can you like. Explain, can you explain that? Because I'm still very okay. confused so about the whole So you have thing. like different planetary, um, Object, planetary, like is that you? Yeah, <laughs> planetary, That's like offensive. That. Stop. It's not the right moment to use it. <laughs> right, that was a good moment. You have like different planetary, like uh, objects that like affect you. So you have like your sun sign, which is like the general sign, like your month sign. That's like your like if you think of like the ocean, that's like the water, right? And then you have their moon sign, which is like the fish inside, like. Uh, which is like the fish inside, like it. Um, that's your like emotions, like who you are when when behind closed doors. Then you have your rising sign, which is more like your city, which is kind of like your environment and how you come off based on like nurture. It kind of joins nurture and nature. What is this following? Like astrology? Yeah. Okay. Like there's a whole natal. Like okay, like zodiac is kind of like like you know the connotation of zodiac and like the pop zodiac is so like whack and fake and false but if you get into like actual natal birth charts where they you know you have like your entire like houses and trines and different stuff like and what planet rules this and the third it's so weirdly accurate that it makes you like really think and then i'm gonna get into after i finish this point i'm gonna get into what i was gonna say next but anyway so then you have like mars which is like your challenging sign like where like um like the planet yeah 
like how because the moon rules your like emotions the sun rules your you're talking about so world. many different things yeah. right like, but it's all it's, it's all related all in, the right it's all in there so like the planets okay. are in your birth chart so you have okay. mars which is like um your challenge like your aggression like your fighting opposition i guess i think I'm, i hope i get this right i hope nobody listens to this and like crucifies me but like you that's like you know how you act and when you have obstacles like or when you're angry or something then you have jupiter which is like luck like how life is going to and who get who life. gets what planet based on what month you're born? Not just month, month, year, year. But there's time. But there's twelve like, months, so right? Then, so month, time, and location. No, then how do you get a how do you get a planet if there's twelve months? Because different month? ones shift their influence on the Earth at the same time. You so know like how, two months could have one planet. What do you mean? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like like you could have the same moon sign as me. Okay, even gotcha. though we're not born in the same month. Okay. And also, like, sun signs are kind of in two months. Like, they're in this two months. Like, Do you, January. when you meet somebody, is this something that you, like, ask them first? Like, oh, what month, what day are you born? And then you just, like, know everything well, about I'm them? Well, I'm also into psychology. But what's interesting is that, like, all the different, like, personality, like, stuff, they all have the same way of saying the same thing. And they're all kind of accurate once you, like, get rid of all, like, the pop science behind it. Like, excuse me. Myers Briggs, I don't know if you heard about that, but that's yeah. You said the um, you're an ENFP. Yeah, yeah. What was the you said an enneagram? Oh yeah, enneagram. What is that? (laughs) Enneagram is like okay. So you have Myers Briggs, which is kind of like psychology, and you have which determines your personality type, right? Through cognitive functions, through like your the way your brain processes information. Then you have zodiac, which is like based on like astrology and how like the different energies of each planet is affecting you and your environment Mm -hmm. as you're born because you know they say when you're born the like energies affect the rest of your life like you have you ever heard of that like if the mood of a room is a certain way when the baby's born then that that mood kind of stays with them their entire life have you guys ever heard of that i mean i've heard weird things like that but i never really believed it i mean i don't know i never believed until recently Mm because i did some more research but anyway so Enneagram is kind of like a mix of like spirituality and psychology. Like it goes through like psychologically how like you are, but then spiritually how you can like be better or worse. So like, pretty much so. you're telling me that you like looking into, you know, the way that people behave and how their birth and different things that they do make them who they are. Like you like reading people. Well, yeah, I do like reading people a lot. I could see you as a, uh, what do you call it, in the mall, like those... Tipsy, I really hope I never meet a girl oh, no. that's into that. I Would you say? Wanna... Like, if I if I meet a girl that's into, like, psychology and stuff like that, <laughs> nah, dude, that's not working out. Why, because she's going to psych you out? Oh, yeah. I don't want people reading me. That's weird. <laughs> Why? No, I think, um, that is a cancer I think trick. we were Cancer's... talking the one time that, like, <laughs> I, I think strongly, like, your sibling order yeah. affects how you are. We got my sister over here. She's, like, psychiatrist... Like she tells, I I ask her, I ask her, yes. what'd you say? I said, I'm not a psychiatrist yet. Okay, yeah, but studying you. to be, yeah. but yeah. I mean, I ask her stuff like this all the time and we talk about it, you know, with like my little brother, especially like the way that he is and like how, you know, his, his sibling order affects Birth him because order. it was like, it's, it really it's like her him. and I are like his parents. Right. My parents are like very lenient on him and they were a lot harder on mm-hmm. us. And so, how much younger is he than you? He, we're all a year and a half apart. Yeah, oh, okay. but still, the birth order. Yeah, like, you I was can talking tell. to my sister yeah. about that. Yeah. My older, because I have an older sister who's like thirteen years older than me, mm-hmm. and she was saying that like, which was kind of an uh, kind of an insult. Was like, she was like, yeah, you're definitely like the youngest sibling. Like you definitely have the youngest. People sibling get so mentality. offended when you tell them that. <laughs> I, I have I have this one friend. Amber, mm-hmm. I always am like, oh yeah, youngest sibling mentality, and she gets so mad. She's yeah. like, that's not why. I'm like. It definitely is. But I agree, though, because she was saying that, like, youngest siblings don't have, like, our first thought isn't how we're affecting everybody else. It's about, right. like, how, what we want. And yeah. we kind of think that, like, if something goes wrong, that other people will, like, handle it for us. Yeah, because you're be dependent there. on, like, a whole, you know, right. family exactly. system that's really already has a system in place. Right. And you're kind of just doing your own thing. And you get it. You're the most lenient. And you don't, like, right. the oldest have, like, the highest expectations of achievements. The middle one is usually the peacemaker. The youngest one has, like, the least bit of responsibility. Which is interesting. Because we don't have, like, a middle child. Because my brother, who's old, who's in the middle of us, was the youngest for 12 years. So yeah. he's very, like, he's even more of a younger sibling than Yeah, me. I feel like that's really interesting dynamic because yeah. of the age difference right. um i do believe that it's every if it's like a child is born after six years and the birth order kind of starts over again 
So what about with twins? Because I have a twin sister too. That that would be an interesting. I don't know. Yeah. She said that yeah. we're all like younger, like youngest siblings, mm-hmm. but we're in different ways. Like because I'm a guy, the way I was raised, like my younger sibling mentality is more like um, personal than professional okay. and stuff. And my sister's is more um, like how she goes about life. Like mine mm-hmm. is more like. Oh, I want to like poor Brandon. Like sing in the middle. <laughs> actually, of the only child over actually, here. Actually, the only child? child is the worst. That's he's what like, I heard. He's like, like sibling, worst. sibling yeah. talk. Ah, I'm out. They're like not socialized. They're very narcissistic. Oh yeah. I oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> really? I think I think only, only children sibling. are like like we're the outcast. No, I feel like you guys are the most like sociable. They're the most influenced by by your social. I feel environment. like I feel like they're usually very like non trusting of people, which is like oh, very yeah, brand new. He doesn't trust anybody. <sighs> my God, but he's my... like he's like a girl said hi to me today in the mall. Don't trust her. <laughs> she was well, she was up to something. I can't believe this. Well, if you think about it, like you <laughs> learned so many lessons through growing up with your siblings. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's true. like that's the kind of like a social impact right. that you have, and if you just don't have that, like you kind of have to learn it based on like you know yeah. your college environment or people outside of your family so but what's interesting is that my sister's best why are you snapchatting right now while we got a podcast going <laughs> cammy over here distracting okay yummy i don't mean to cut you off but like i have a lot of questions okay, for you so good. i, I, I want to so get to you yeah Thank you're you. interesting so, so cool. i have a lot of like questions but um right. let's talk about you to begin with uh, your name, Yemi. All right. What's My name your, is Ademi. Okay, Ademi James Gabriel. Ayami Poalo. Okay, let me take it slower. <laughs> what? 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 Is this a language? What? Yeah. You're you're talking Yoruba. to me in different languages. Ademi James Gabriel Ayami Poalo Poe Taiwa Akundaya. So let's That's get into it. That's your full name. Yes, because Dang, my name is like okay. So in, I don't even have a middle name. I got Farasamir. <laughs> <laughs> So in my dad's, well, my culture too, I guess. And what, um, real quick, Yoruba. what is that? That's You're... Nigerian. So, but there's different tribes in African mm-hmm. um, countries, obviously. So the tribe that my family, which is one of, the, I think it's either the biggest or the second largest in Nigeria is the Yoruba. So um, what they do is they believe, well, I'm kind of starting to believe it too, because it's kind of like similar, so, is that your name is um, not just your name. It's not just what we call you. Like, you know, like you call a spoon a spoon as as this definition you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like you name things for mm-hmm. what they are so like our names are supposed to be um us our destiny our identity our soul who we are so they go so my brother not my brother his brother like fasted for a long time and like did this whole like you said fasted yeah he fasted and did this whole spiritual thing to find out what our names are like they didn't name us they, I, we we were they, they found our names they found out what our names already were so like Where? my name is like through some spiritual journey okay, this is okay. like it, it like it like hit them. right okay so like okay this one, is gonna be the name i don't know i actually didn't ask so, so it's like a much bigger deal like it's more spiritual right thing. exactly okay. so like he he had this huge argument with me about it because i was just like well we name a spoon a spoon because we name a spoon a spoon like you don't call a spoon a spoon in french but anyway <laughs> so um <laughs> So my name, my first, my first name is Divine Prince. So Ooh, it's basically dang. that's a good one. Well, loosely, it, the technical term, the tra- the literal term is God's crown fits me. Idea's crown of God and Yemi fits me. Oh, dang! Royalty up yeah. in here. So, well, I'm getting into that. So like, <laughs> um, so that is like, I am like, um, close to God. I, like, I'm favored by God, mm-hmm. and that which and protected. Right. So. That mean okay, so I remember Uchenna telling us that there was like the tribes were divided amongst like religions. So is yours the Christian one or the Well, okay. He was saying it was like a one big Christian one, one big Muslim one. My family is a little different. Listen, he doesn't even pay attention. My family is a little different. He scrolls through Tinder. Because at first not on Tinder anymore. (laughs) Anymore. I I didn't get Tinder. That's I have other apps for that. Anyway. It's too ugly for Tinder. (laughs) I believe it. So um what was I saying? Oh, right. So, um, the... Oh, wait, I forgot again. How cultural are you? Are you? Were you born in Nigeria? No, I was born born... here. Okay, but you you seem like you're pretty into... Yeah, because, um, basically, I'm really into, like, my home life and, like, who I am and stuff like that. And also, I'm really into people and cultures and stuff. And also, I'm at that time of my life, like, psychologically, where, like, I'm discovering who I am and stuff like that. And because when I was very young, my dad would feed me a lot of this cultural information. But I was also living... My parents split up when I was young. So, like, I would... But they lived, like, 
10 minutes away from each other. So I would live, I live with my mom most of the um, time because she took me to school, we went to school. Then I would also have time with my dad. And during those times would be completely different. Like when we woke up, we would have like this huge ritual stuff. Like it'd be very cultural that way. And so I what had all this. What is this? I'm, I'm so confused about like. Okay, I'm, I'm going to get into this a whole story because I didn't even understand it too. Because so, when I was young, I was just doing this stuff and I didn't know what any of it was. And I wasn't inundated with it so much as I would just have pockets of time doing these things. And then. Like the rituals. Rituals and prayers and just learning about the culture. And with my with my American home, my American life, I forgot a lot of it. And then as I got older, like different things in my life started like happening that were reminiscent of that and then like for instance like beyonce's grammy performance you guys remember that one Mm -hmm. okay so during that like the one where she looks like she's a goddess yeah she had it she was pregnant yeah she was chan she was portraying i don't channeling portraying i don't know what she was doing but basically the imagery that she was doing was of this um yoruba orisha um fertile or yeah, she's yeah. like fertility, yeah. happiness, beauty. Like she's she's very, she's one of the most well liked because she um fights for um us for humans. She loves humans and she will um uh, not a veggie, but she'll fight for justice for you. And a lot of, then that, that her performance of that kind of made that a, gave it a pop in like culture. And I was like, wait, I kind of like know about. Okay, this. so what, okay, what religion? Okay, <laughs> so like I was saying. Because I have to kind of finish the name thing to get into the religion because it all connects. Okay, so also... Just, okay, just real quick. Just tell me what religion this is so I can... <laughs> it's not really like... It's not like a specific one. Like it's not Christianity? It's a, no, it's like it's, a... It's, they have equivalencies and stuff like that. It's really hard to explain. So basically, I... Is it polytheistic? Can we have a name for it? Just polytheistic like is like the it, multiple But I don't know what I'm saying. Like I'm still There's figuring no out a lot oh. about... So like, he doesn't what? know the religion I mean, yet. I know it, but... But it's, it's multiple it's gods, a, right? Well, yeah, we does that too, but it's so many facets because they practice that, but they also are like Catholic. But then he doesn't go to church because he doesn't really. So anyway, so my family is supposed to be like, um, well, is, according to is. my dad. Sorry, if you have, according to my Real dad, quick, my uh, fam- if you're listening to this podcast, every time he makes a pop, you it's gotta a take click. a shot. <laughs> All right. Apparently, my um, family is. Uh, I hate saying this because it kind of like puts a, a thing on me. Apparently, my family is like aristocratic. We're supposed to be like royal. So apparently, my dad, since he's the oldest, he was supposed to be like the ruler of like mm-hmm. our tribe, Why our the culture. Why are you thing. living over here? And then he came. He came here because he went. Ironically, he wanted to be a musician just like me. But um, my dad, no shade to him, like he's really nice and stuff. But he's not that great of a singer, and he's <laughs> not really. I mean, he, he knows how to play <laughs> like you know he knows how to play <laughs> like <laughs> instruments, but he's not really that. I mean, he he loves it. He has a passion for. You fired it. your shot. Right. Don't don't try to don't <laughs> yeah. try to soften it up. Right. He's probably like, where do you think you get it from? Yeah, he is. Which is interesting because my mom used to sing, but she sucks too now. Oh my god! But anyway, um, <laughs> this is the royalty coming out of him. <laughs> like you peasants, you suck. And so anyway, so um, so he came here because he was doing that. But he was like the prodigal son. Then he did like um, medicine, and so that's how he met my mom because he was like taking blood for her, and then he started flirting. Anyway, so my my um, uncle is um, running that now, apparently. And I, so hold on, I'm lost. Yeah, so I, I he, my uncle's back in in Africa running. He was the next in line. Okay, and so oh, like back, so so back like the, when I, I so your uncle's running right. So because of so I'm I, I say that to say that the men who are the oldest have a, like a royal thing. Gotcha. So now is he, what is, he what is he running like a? I'm not really quite he's sure. Running I'm really the not tribe. quite sure. The whole country. I'm really not quite sure because the world. When that's his explanation for why I'm also the, he gave me a lot of information for why I'm divine prince, and then he would always remind me like when I was young, like you are like a prince, like da 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 da. Your uncle's a king, da 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 da. da. And I, just I would like, use cool. that as firepower to girls. Don't talk to me. I'm a prince. I'm a prince. I'm but a I never was like. I was always like okay, like but I don't like. He's have like coming to America stuff. right now. Like I know that's what I was gonna say. He's not. You know the movie Coming to America? Yeah, no, that's yeah. what like I was, low-key. But that's what I was, th- I was thinking, like, okay, like, if that's the case, then where are, you know, like, all my jewels and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said it. <laughs> and so, like, okay, so the, my ancestor, first, our last names were the Coles or something like that. It was something that he said. And so the king at that time came to America to do something, and he learned, like, um, Catholicism or something like that. Because before, what it was was it was ancestral mm-hmm. worship. 
which kind of ties into the Orisha thing that I was talking about. Like your ancestors are um, the ones who watch over you and give you knowledge and stuff. And so he learned Catholicism and then he like felt like he had an awakening or something. And so he changed our name to our last name to Ekundaya, which means sorrow becomes happiness or sorrow becomes joy or something, which basically means that he was like up, he was upset and stuff. And then when he found God, he became happy and joyous and aligned, prospered and our stuff prospered so the religion is a mix it's an it can be equated to catholicism but not really because they don't they believe in jesus and our god is olu wait olu domare which is god that's like the main god right okay. and he has different like think how you have zeus and you have different like um that's what gods. I was ask, like that. yeah it's kind of like that it's like its own like nigerian pantheon but it's it predates um Greek mythology. Okay, that's what I was. Who's say. some of your favorite singers? Um, so random. Interesting. <laughs> he's like, he's like, God. Yeah. Who are your favorite singers? <laughs> that, but that's interesting. I don't know. Can we hold up on the artistry okay. real quick? Yeah. I want to get into a bigger subject because I want to make sure we're on time. Okay, great. Um, when you wrote to us, you told us, "I'm black and gay, which has its own sets of consequences, both good and bad." What did you mean by that? Oh, okay. So basically, like. Being black has, you know, like being any culture, you have like different things about society that negatively and positively impacts you. So being black, like that black community is just, it's the only community that I have, like that I am um, racially. Um, So being in that like has a lot of pride there and a lot of power there and a lot of um, taste for life, zest for life. Like I feel like my like appreciation for like life and taking like, the tiny things in life and making them like big pockets of joy comes from being in a black community because a lot of the black community outside of their homes or outside of their communities aren't happy because of how society is or how they feel they're treated in society. And so they take the little happinesses that they get at home and magnify them. And then being gay is just electric and fiery but also like it gives me like I learned a lot about like I'm very perceptive I feel like naturally but it was magnified times a thousand because I was in the closet so I had to learn how to like read people and who was safe who I was safe around and also read myself and understand like how I'm being portrayed and how I'm being seen and viewed and how I'm acting and thinking and all of this stuff basically being like anxious and hyper analytical about everything so I got really good at you know, being in the closet, I was really good at manipulating because, like, I had to manipulate people to, like, believe I was in the closet, even if they didn't believe I was in the closet, to at least treat me like they believed that. So, that... So, how long were you... Like, how long ago did you know that you were gay, and how, how long were you in the closet? All right. Like, you... So, like, um, I've already, like... Um... I'm done. <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot. I like... mean... So, <laughs> pulls no, the, he pulls that Nicki, Nicki, Nicki Minaj be doing that. Right. Do the, so do a, uh, I love Nicki. Nicki do a Nigerian accent. Oh, I, oh, I used to be so good at that. But now the only thing I can say is like when my dad gets angry, he's always like, stupid animal, bloody fool. Like, <laughs> I am the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> I am the captain now. Yes. But um, so uh, what I was saying. All oh, right. So like being the, so I like knew like people told me I was gay before I knew what gay was like I was like what like what is gay I, I always tell the story but my mom always tells the story like they teased you or well yeah okay but, okay so like one time I when my brother was in school and I was like just starting school I guess like they were doing school shopping and they were like and my mom was like oh what color notebook do you want and he was like oh I don't care just don't get me no gay one because he's low-key actually mid-key high-key um homophobic <laughs> <laughs> low-key mid-key high-key <laughs> And so, and then she was like, okay. And then she asked me and I was like, I was like, I don't care. Just don't give me no gay one. I want a pink one. No, I was like, I don't want a gay one. I want a pink one. And then like everybody like laughed and stuff because they were like, well, pink is gay. Da, 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 da. And I was like, well, what the fuck is gay? Like, oh, I'm about to cuss on here. <laughs> it, it, I don't know anymore. Uh, okay. It's, so it's have I already cussed? Just try not to. Okay. I won't cuss. I was like, well, what the heck is gay? Like, and, um, of course nobody would tell me. So is it is it something that like how is how is this perceived in your culture and like how difficult was it to tell your parents? Um, it wasn't really difficult to tell my parents because well, in my culture, which culture? 
a black american or like whatever um, you associate yourself well i, with, I think i, I think okay. we i think we understand for the most part in black culture men are often like seen hyper masculine right. but I, i'm curious in nigerian culture um okay so in nigeria being gay is um in some parts it's, it's punishable by death public um, execution and other parts it's in most other parts it's just like life imprisonment or something or like some like astronomical fine like it's against the law and so a lot of times um even if there are rumors of you being gay you're still guilty but what's interesting is that like the tribes that are like not part of any of those they have their own different sets so there's like some like in the orisha mythology there's actually an lg many lgbt um orishas and one of them is like a patron for like transgenders and like um for gay people who's a hunter and then he's also a patron for gays and then there's also others who um are like androgynous because orisha um i don't even know what you would, i don't know if i call it a religion but orisha like a worship or something like a spiritual is, thing yeah like it's it's um, and that comes from nigeria too yeah, but okay. it also has it spread throughout the world. So, like in America, voodoo and yeah. Santeria and stuff like that is stems from that. Comes from that. It's when Africans were brought over to these um, places, like in South America and the um, Caribbean and Southern America, um, like Southern United States, not South America. Well, South like America, Mexico. Too. Well, I think Mexico has some too, but it's more so like Brazil and Portugal and Trinidad and um, and Louisiana um, that have like the different denominations, I guess. I don't know. Like the sub, the kids of Orisha. It stems from Africa. And so those, they are kind of, they're very accepting, but some, and some of them, like society affected it. So like in some, cult, some places who practice that, they can't have gay people who are like anointed i guess last week we were having a conversation about we had a guy on that was talking about superheroes uh-huh. and i was saying that i think that batman should be gay which i think loki he is lot, they have like these like have and nobody like agreed with me that's so interesting idiot. because like batman no shade like when i was younger like he was kind of hot like i was kind of like wow like like from the comics yeah <laughs> like i was always into like the female superheroes because i liked the underdog aspect and most of the time the females had like the best powers but just weren't used effectively like if you look at teen titans right raven was like the most powerful out of all of them but she was always like seen as like the weakest one and was like you know like succumbing to her emotions and stuff like that or like starfire is like mad super powerful and like from like another planet and you have robin who like is like the sea level version of Batman and like you have Beast Boy. Well, Beast Boy is pretty lit. And then Cyborg's pretty lit too. But still, Raven's like the most powerful. Like if you look in the comics, like Raven is like From the Teen Titans? Yeah, from the Teen Titans. I love Titans. the Teen Titans. Teen Titans was mine. Do you like the Shizer. new ones? Do you watch it at all? Um, I don't know her. That was being facetious. I do know them, but I will not acknowledge them. <laughs> so change uh. of a little gear a little bit. So, like, when I first met you, I was just telling you this before the show, like, you were super confident, and mm-hmm. I, like, really remembered you that day, and I'm just wondering, like, where do you get all this confidence from, and, like, well, now you're also sharing that, like, you're gay and stuff, and it's just, like, was it because it was more accepted from where you came from that you, like, ended up being, like, just super comfortable in your skin, or, like, how did this come about? Well, the thing about me is that I am, like... I'm like everybody. Like, I'm like the catch em all of everybody's personalities. But over time, I've been trying to, like, use different aspects to be better. So I'm very confident in stuff because, and in, engaging. In, in Were you because, always this way? Yeah, because I love life. Like, I'm an ENFP. Like I said, my dominant function is extroverted intuition. I love ideas. I love being out into, like, the world and seeing what possibilities I can get. But I also love people. Like, people are, like, like, I've always felt this oneness with people, like, this unity thing that, like, I am all, like, I've always felt, like, who I am, I'm also somebody else, and someone else is me. We're just mm-hmm. seeing from two different stuff. Like, I've always had this idea that, like, life was an illusion, in a way. Like, I've always thought of time, like, not as, like, <laughs> it's so weird, I don't know how to describe it. But I've always thought as time is not, like, a stream, but, like, a lake or an ocean, 
Like, it's not like we're going a certain direction where it's all happening at once, but just the way we perceive it is how we're perceiving it for a certain purpose. Like, if you listen to Logic's new album, which is interesting <laughs> because this is kind of a theory I've had since I was young, in it, the character that he is portraying is um, talking to, he dies, and he goes to, like, the place that's not heaven and not hell, like the place before, and he's talking to God, and he's like, you know, like, I'm about to reincarnate you in 17-something-something-da as a slave master. And he's like, what? I'm black. How are you going to make me a slave master? And he's like, well, you're everybody. You, every, Everyone, every human life that has, will, and is living is you. You are everybody, and everybody is you. So every life, that everything that you do unto somebody, you're doing unto yourself. And everything somebody does to you, they're doing unto themselves because we're all one. We're just living a certain experience so we can get more um, perspective. So anyway, so I've always felt that, right? And so I've been very just, like, into who people are, like, finding out what, like, facet of, of me are you or what facet of me, of what facet of you am I? And, like, where do you want to go in life and how we're going to, like, how can I, like, I see the, when people tell me certain things, um, I see instantly, like, their potential, like, where their, not their end goal, but, like, their precipice for right now until they get to their apex and i always want people to actualize it i want people to be the best they can be so i've always been like that you're like a cheerleader for the world yeah which is interesting because i'm gay too anyway so but yeah like talk about that does your experience of being a gay man or your sexual orientation does that take away from the experience of who you are yes and no, no. way i feel like that's yeah that makes it does who you are. because me being gay um boosts a lot of my creativity because you know creativity comes from necessity or something like that as they say necessity is the mother of creativity so a lot of times um being in situations where i couldn't freely express who i was because of fear and like different self-hatred and stuff um i would have to be creative in expressing that anyway but in a way that was undetectable so like in high school, I dressed super wild. Like I would literally super what? wild. Okay. Like I would okay. Wow, wow. I would have like one. <laughs> it would be like summertime too, and I would have like one thermal that was white and put it on halfway, and then tie it around another thermal that's black and put it on my oh, other you're one. You're doing too much. And then put like a vest on, so I would have like two different color <sighs> sleeves. Hot. And then I would get a shirt and like I'm also really like crafty. It's for and fashion. Stuff. And I would like fold it in a way to make it like pants. And like safety pin it together. What? Yeah, like I would wear shirts as so pants. So you were just very expressive yeah, in a way that. And yeah, yeah. So also, um, so that made me very creative mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. But also, um, hating how I was being treated made me very like. Intro- I've always been introverted. Like uh, my tactic. You're introverted. Yeah, y'all don't know. But your MBTI no, is E N F. I know. Well, that's just the way my mind perceives mm-hmm. it. But also, my cognitive function is so the you're most an introverted. Ambivert. I am you're an ambivert. Both. I'm a okay. true ambivert. And right. it's like, no, like keep going about that. I want to know what, what what were you saying? What's the toughest? What has been like the toughest part about being gay, or like the toughest moment for you? The toughest moment. Um, Oh, they all hit me in different times. Like when I first, when I was first coming out, the toughest moment was like shedding, like ripping off the mask because I felt like my whole thing was authenticity. Like that's who I've always been. And I felt like I was betraying a lot of my friends and stuff who had already like, you know, routes for me when I was in the closet or like making the people who were picking on me like right. And then I got over that and I came out. Then the biggest thing was like coming to grips with like the reality of being gay. Like I can't, naturally have kids the way I want to have kids or have like the natural family be represented on the media the way I want it to be and then um the religious aspect hit me at the same time and I was like wow so like does this mean I'm going to hell so I I did a ton of research on like gays and the bible and it was just very like contradictory like a lot of the stuff like there would be a lot of evidence for and against the condom the condemning condemnation the damnation of gays i don't know the damnation of gays and so for me i was just like well like if it's not clear then it's an obvious answer that i'm going to mm-hmm. go to hell and i'm going to burn for eternity and then so i made like all these depressing songs and like all these suicidal songs because the way i like am well for music finding music was like my way of, ha- of being able to go through experiences without having to actually go through them so like i went through a suicidal music phase hmm that protected me from being suicidal, even though I felt those emotions. That sounds like Kid Cudi. Kind of, but Kid Cudi actually kind of was. 
like with me it was just i was able to express where i would end up going if i wasn't able to put a cap because being in the closet allowed me to monitor my feelings and emotions on a very microscopic level so every single emotion that i feel and every single thing that i think i like i take in and i make well i understand it i really try and find the root of it like a lot of people feel like i think a lot of people act on um hiding what their emotion is so like a lot of people like i'm angry and then they say like i'm angry because of this like because you did this they i'm angry because some somebody did this whereas i'm like i'm angry because i feel betrayed i'm angry because i feel hurt because i believed you or something like that i'm angry because like i'm being selfish and entitled and spoiled right now like i try to go to the cause so with that i was able to like realize that like i'm feeling like i shouldn't live because what's the point of if i can't choose like i didn't choose to be gay i didn't choose to be born at a time in this consciousness where gays aren't fully accepted and i didn't choose to you know feel because a lot of other gays don't care at all i didn't choose to to have to have it affect me and so i was like well what's the point like if i can't choose anything the only thing that happens in life that i can choose is to end it and so I had those thoughts, but I never actualized them because I expressed them through music already. So for, for you, this was a whole bunch of like, and still are, a bunch of like interpersonal conflicts. Yeah, definitely. Well, no, because I, that's the thing about me. I've always known who I am. I've always been confident in who I am, but it's other It's just how it's going to come out. Right. Or like other people. Right. It's like reaction. other cages around. And mm-hmm. so my issue was trying to like, break them like I, my at first when I was in the closet I was like compromising okay I can express myself within the cage it's quietly to myself because when I first got my laptop like I always kind of I didn't care about like girls or guys when I was younger I dated girls because I wanted I got the attention and I got like oh like the popularity from it because I was I am attracted to beauty and I recognize beauty in like both genders and sexes and all the spectrums so I always got, and I have high standards, and I'm charismatic, so I was able to get all the prettiest girls. <laughs> and so Brandon's like, teach me. <laughs> well, no, also, not. and so he's a king. And so can't really beat that. <laughs> Tragedy. Prince. So that's why um, I was with girls. But then when I got uh, my laptop in fifth grade, or was it fourth grade? I discovered internet porn, and. Uh, <laughs> typical and right so that's when i was kind of like wow like this is a whole like this is what i've been searching for and so like this is my calling right so that's when i kind of that's when i started but then i all at the same time like i already knew was wrong like which is interesting because i didn't really know like what was that because you know like when you're on the internet like every anything pops up so i was i was exposed to it but i are and it the funny thing is it wasn't like you know gay porn it was like straight porn but i was still only attracted to the So anyway, I have, I have a question. Um, Wait, hold up, s- hold up. Stop. Fine, you go. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, you said you work at as, as a server at Cracker Barrel. Right. Um, do you ever serve people that sort of like give you looks or like, you know, show discomfort towards you? They don't really give me like homophobia, but a lot, and this is so weird, a lot of my guests think I'm a woman. And, you know, I have like a full, not a full, but I have like a beard. Like they always like they call me ma'am and they're like. Like, oh, like the lady who was serving us. Like, it's so weird. Like, a lot of them, and then their, like, justification, like, well, you know, I don't really pay attention. I just heard his voice. Like, I just saw his hair. And only, like, no shade, but um, only, like, black men show me, like, homophobia, like, which is. They feel like you. Like, in the black community, homophobia is a. No, in the black community, homophobia, I think, is just a display. Like, I don't think gay, I don't think anyone is really homophobic or really racist or really xenophobic in any way. You know what I'm saying? I think that is just the way that they express their desire to um, be safe. And they're, they think Interesting. Being, they think being safe is being apart yeah. and not being. So, I see what you're saying. Is it hard right. for you to find gay guys to date and stuff? I always feel uh, like gay people is probably like the hardest thing to ever well not yeah. now probably. i mean wow. we have like yeah because like when you're in the closet you have a lot of pent-up energy and pent-up like ideas about what life is going to be like outside of the closet if you were with a guy right so everyone comes out of the not everyone but most people come out of the closet with the expectations i want a guy who is um 
like Johnny Depp, or I want a guy who's like Brad Pitt, or I want a guy Dang. who's like Frank Ocean. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want a guy. High standards. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Well, not high, but just unyielding. So, uh, like, one of the biggest topics in the gay community is the no fats, no femmes things. So, on like Tinder and all that, got late. We've been had Grinder and Adam for Adam and Jack and all stuff way before the straight community That's got a, a hold thing. up. Yeah. Jack and us what? Jacked is like like all these things are like just gay dating apps they're just like social they're just like gay dating apps like so i didn't um, know they had that yeah exactly i mean it so, makes sense because it's not like something out there right. so it's like it seems like yeah, you have to do it, it in like exactly ways. and so on there like a lot of them place on their bios like what they're into right and so a lot of them use it for hookups because they um have some that's another whole other topic about just like self-hatred and stuff and just not having any depth so um no fats, no femmes is saying, like, I don't want any fat people to hit me up, and I don't want any feminine gays to hit me up. Or no rice, no spice, which is, like, no Asians or Hispanics or blacks. Or Whoa. Right. Or, like, wow. very you know picky. Saying? Yeah, very picky and very just, like, n- like prejudice. Like, I'm not going to be interested in you talking to me because of one, how your profile, like, you know, like, people look different on pictures anyway. So you could look, you know, 10 pounds heavier than you really are or you could look 10 pounds lighter than you really are and um people will just judge you based off of what they want physically from you and it, it exposes a lot of people's um prejudices which is interesting because in the gay community we're already ostracized and so to um discriminate after knowing what it's like to be discriminated against is one of the biggest like problems in a lot of minority cultures actually word word so in the gay community dating becomes fruitless at first and then you have to find through you have to weed through a very thin population because only like what 10 percent of the population is gay and then like one percent is like gay like gay black males or something or something like that i don't know but we have a very small dating pool even though i mean Numbers-wise, population-wise, it's larger, but proportionally, it's smaller. And so um, we have to weed through a lot of, like, not trash, but just um, people who are underdeveloped, who just aren't there yet. I feel like this is a a, a conversation that, like, is kind of endless. Like, you have, especially you, you have a lot to say on it. Um, We got to wrap this up, but uh, I feel like you should really start going and YouTubing and vlogging. And, like, you you have a strong voice, so I feel like you should take this fun but where can people find you if they want to um get to uh find you online or whatever all right so my social media is all yemi king so it's y-e-m-i-k-i-n-g some of them have underscores i think my snapchat and just send it to me and i'll link it up in the okay, bio great. whatever you want <laughs> brandon hit him with that last question that we always ask if you had oh i'm not even used to saying this you had a favorite favorite flavor. No, it's a bit competitive. <laughs> so what's the question? I got it. Okay, what is it? First of all, how do you spell? How do you think you spell it? How do I spell? I've actually seen that. Like I know how to spell it. I was really. Like, uh, I, well, well, the way I use my tongue, I'll say it starts with an L. But I would actually probably do it with like, uh, um, wait, hold up. <laughs> oh wow, that's so hard. Can you do like it real quick so I can hear it? Wait, I can't do it right. C- oh, okay. That would be like a C L U H. I see a T in there. What are you oh, talking about? It's a about? letter. It's a letter. I had like oh, some, some African letter. I would have said um, an L because you're so. The, so like... the question is: the question is, if you could describe yourself in any flavor, what flavor would that be, and why? We always <sighs> ask that at the end. Wow, any flavor. I had like so many different stuff. First, I had said cinnamon <laughs> and that. green. But no, okay. So I'm going to say my flavor would be. I can make up a flavor. It has to be something that's already made. Just whatever, whatever okay. that question means to you, my and flavor, give me a good reason. My flavor would be um, a moonbeam mint. <laughs> yep, I, I like it. Moonbeam mint. That's, that's actually. Cool. And the reason being, okay, so mint, you know, is very cool, but it also like has like a. Like a refreshing, a flair a to it, a kick, a, a kick, exactly, exactly, it exactly, <laughs> and it's also like kind of healthy for you. Stuff. It's supposed to be really like um, stimulating and um, and nutrient. Then moon being because I'm so very like into the moon and like being, I'm very emotional and, and like the mystic stuff, and also because um, I'm like a night owl. Very nice. Nice. 
Um, Yemi, thank you so much thank for coming you. on to the show. That I, was an awesome conversation. Um, and for everybody listening, thanks for listening in. Uh, make sure to like us on Facebook with Strange Flavors. Leave us a review under the podcast app. It really helps us out. And uh, give us a like on SoundCloud. Email us at strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com or you can send your music there. This has been another episode of Strange Flavors. Join us next time when we talk to another stranger with another flavor. Hey, watch out. Rookie but a threat, I'm Lonzo. Coming like a swarm, grab a poncho. Six want the P Garbazzo. Look what we have here. I'm checked out, man. Where's the cashier? You know life's still doing all the same things. Chasing thoughts well. Now they can't think. Boy, why you always want to be annoyed? Didn't you say nobody would hear me? Now you are out here to complain about the noise. Hold up. I might just buy you a toy so I can Rick roll you in a Rolls Royce. I'm a free man, got the Morgan voice, and I'm more of my poise, but you gave me no choice. I'm killing all these kids like a brother pro choice. They said I'm trying to copy just rain. When I grew my hair in a bun, I was aimed. Then I got a bunch of the statements the same. You represent a culture, don't you feel ashamed? What the father told me, don't worry. Judging by the cover, they don't even know the story. We just did a show that I wouldn't have afforded, man. If they knew my bars were the bomb, I get deported. Yikes. <laughs>